What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Special Christmas edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. And just about a mere hour ago, uh, got to mention Bree Macis and Danny Bailey, the co-host. I am Danny Williams, the Broncos Blitz podcast. Hey, guys. Hi. Just thought less than an hour ago, there's a knock on the, the door there uh, of Greg Penner, the Broncos owner's office. Coach Hackett was asked to come up to the office. He knocks on the door and Greg says, uh, come in. And wouldn't you know it, Nathaniel Hackett uh, sees Vince McMahon <laughs> of all people there. And he's like, whoa, is Raw or SmackDown, are they in town tonight? What's what's going on? And Vince says, Coach Hackett, you're fired. And just like that, um, the start of, or a re, it's a reboot, or not a rebuild, a reset of what we thought was the a new era of Broncos football is, you know, kick-started all over again. Nathaniel Hackett fired as of about an hour ago uh, with a couple regular season games left. Got the Chargers and we got the Chiefs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it just happened. No one's here, like, in this building where we do the radio show and the podcast here. Like, there's not a person. I didn't see anybody in the building. But we did the radio show here today. Uh, Danny Bailey was forced to come in. He's not really happy about it. I could tell. I, you know, true. got a bit of an attitude. Uh, Bree's got, you know, her plate full. She's got six or seven podcasts and two radio shows, a real job, um, four boyfriends, a cat, uh, the goldfish to feed. Don't I mean, she's, tell the four people my, that they exist. <laughs> Don't put me on blast That's like that. rule number one. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. Um, I mean, I have four kids. Ugh. Um, so... I wanted to get you guys in here on an immediate like reaction edition of how you're feeling. You said something on the radio show I kind of liked. What's your feeling? What's the feeling inside of your body right now? Mike, I'm mad. mad. I'm mad again. I shouldn't be, and I, I knew this was coming. I said it on Let's Talk Broncos. I told Zach I had this feeling like Baker Mayfield was going to run wild on Broncos country, and mm. he said that I was insane. And look at what happened. <sighs> Danny Bailey, how about you? Um, I was shocked. I was I was absolutely stunned by what happened on Sunday at SoFi Stadium. But good for Baker Mayfield. I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. I like him. I think he's a good quarterback. He's a fun player to watch. He's got a lot of fire. I wish some of the Broncos had some of that fire. Um, and maybe we saw a little bit of it on Sunday, but it's too little, too late. You can't be yelling at each other when you're four and eleven. Okay, Coach uh, Hackett and gets, expect it to be okay. Coach Hackett know? gets fired an hour ago. What's your initial thought and the feeling? Sucks that he couldn't even make it a year. Yeah. We got hoodwinked, bamboozled. Got the wrong Led guy. Led astray. Yeah, run we got, amok. We got the wrong guy. Not um, out deceived. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my yeah, we had high expectations, and we were let down. Um, but you've talked about it on this show. 
Hackett was probably a guy they brought in because they thought they were getting Rodgers. They didn't get Rodgers. And it yeah. didn't work out with Russ. Um, but Russ sucks. Man. And I think, I think a lot of – I think a lot this blood is on his hands. He should feel very responsible for Nathaniel Hackett not having a job. Dang. He drew first blood? No, I think he you just – You drew first blood, not I think me. he just, like, left Nathaniel Hackett out in the cold. That's funny you say that because I asked Jeff today um, – Because they were warring there. How is – I asked, how is Russ feeling right now? Is he feeling responsible? Hopefully bad, but I don't yeah. think he has that bone in his body. <clears throat> I wouldn't say that. I would say that Russ can't play anymore, and we're mad at him about that. So it makes all the other stuff um, worse. You, you know, you, why are you trying to create a public image when you can't play anymore and you're dragging your team down? You're a loser, essentially. So there's a lot of, like, reasons to kind of be – Mad at Russ, I kind of feel sorry for Russ. Because if he can't play anymore, he just can't play anymore, guys. It's like he he's wants to play. He's trying hard to play. I don't know if there's another player in the entire NFL who's got more dedication to playing Tom at Brady. a high level than him. Maybe Tom. He had Alex Guerrero and like the guy and all that. Russ has like seven or eight people. It's like seven people on his team. Is it, is there, okay, here, let me, let me say yeah. that because I, I feel like he lets you know about it, know about it. And also if it's not working, what does it even matter? Jerry Judy's because he's young and uh, a homeboy and he's like more of the era of the social media clout. It's cool for him to go out there and show the footwork stuff and do little stuff. But it's not cool for Russ. Russ isn't doing anything cool. Mm. You, you Jerry have, Judy is is way more athletic than Russell Wilson. You have it's Russell cool. stuff Jerry Judy does. Not making any adaption to his game to be able to be a quarterback in this league as it stands, holding onto the ball for too long, and then his teammates at this point like have no ability to block for him. The knock on Russ is that he's he, he can't get out and scramble and break free and um, um, use his legs to extend plays and go rush for 30 or 40, 50, 60 yards some games to add a different dimension to his game. It's not that he doesn't want to do that anymore. It's oh, he, he can't do it, guys. No, he doesn't want it. He can't do it anymore. He has open running lanes, and he throws the ball to the defense. He's staring um, down Cortland Sutton and then decides to throw a deep ball for no reason. Remember when uh, the Broncos lost to the Ravens? Rocky Mark goes over the top. It's one of the worst losses in Broncos history. They probably go on to win the Super Bowl if not. There's a play on fourth down I th where Peyton has about four or five yards of daylight right in front of him. Mm -hmm. And all he had to do is walk a couple feet and fall over forward, and he didn't. And people dogged, dogged, dogged Peyton Manning for that, and for not w w doing it. And what they thought was him not being willing to do it. I don't think Russ, I think he knows he's like lost a, a step. It was a one-off. Russell Wilson continues to make these boneheaded decisions. But listen, what made Russ special as a player was that extra was that little extra, whether it be the intangible or the little extra athleticism that made him compensate for not being 6'2 or 6'3 or 6'4. He just can't play anymore, guys. Yeah, no, it was a roller coaster, right? We knew Russell Wilson was uh, high ceiling, uh, and then there was a possibility of breaking through that floor. Right now, he is on the sub level. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, 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 I, I, on the show today, I said, I feel like it's over. The first time I said this today, mm -hmm. and this was before the firing, I was just so 
gutted from the loss and the interceptions and just Russ not being able to um, create and, and, and produce any offense. I said that I'm, I'm done. I think I'm done with Russ, that I'm tired of making excuses for him. I just don't think he could play anymore with any coach leading him, Sean Payton or anybody. I don't think Russ can play anymore. I think he's cooked. I think it's over. There's, I don't think anybody can help him. There's nothing you can do for him. Javante Williams could go for 1,500 yards, okay? But they're going to be, a, you know, um, an under 500 team because their quarterback can't get it done anymore. That's And I'm like the last guy to hold as t- long as possible. There's, man, there's, um, there's some, like, uh, I was in the Nuggets game yesterday. Some dude's, like, sticking up for Michael Porter Jr. I wonder, like, turn around and be like, dude, shut the fuck up. The guys can't play a lick. He's done nothing like these. I just, like, I'm... I'm at a point in my sports life where it's, I just truly believe it's over for us. So the next quarterback who, or the head coach, whoever we hire is going to be saddled with Russ next year. And they're going to struggle with Russ as well. And the only hope we have for Russ, then we'll talk about the head coaches and then we'll get out of here. Um, the only hope we have for Russ is that if he really can't play anymore, which I think he can't is that he retires at the end of next year. And then we're all off the hook for everything. And then it's just what it was. I mean, there's a, there's a, Potential for that. I, I think, think at, at a certain point, you have to look at your ability to have any sort of output. Well, in if production. Russ is trying to do the things that maybe you guys think and we all think, broadcasting, be the next Tony Romo, have a football life after football, you know, um, somewhere in media, then Russ, you know, wants to go do that. He's not going to um, drag his kind of name and uh, his legacy through the mud to try to hang on. Russ is not going to be Joe Flacco. Russ is not going to go back up. Okay, mm-hmm. like and be happy backing up for two or three or four more years. That won't be him. Russ will, I think, retire if he cannot play at the end of next year. So that's what I think. I hope so. Okay, other than Sean Payton, <laughs> give me a coach that you would have interest in coaching this team. I really thought it was going to be Dan Quinn this season. We so all did. the fact that it wasn't was not only shocking to me, but also disconcerting because I think Why? that he would have been able – because it didn't feel right. All signs were pointing Whoa, to Dan Quinn. I like that you said that. It, it, it made me feel like there was a last-minute maneuver, and then it For backfired. it to be so clear that he's the guy, everyone was satisfied with him. Mm-hmm. They liked him. There was a relationship, a couple of relationships he had here, ties, including a relationship to George Payton. Mm-hmm. So to have seen it, it been the right decision, it to be right there in front of you, and, and you blew it. It's like... That's why I think that something went wrong in the lines of communication. And I I like blaming everything on Aaron Rodgers because it makes me feel better. But there's a lot of stuff this offseason that was supposed to work out a different way. I wouldn't have preferred either, and we've had that conversation. But now that we're talking about head coaches, I would have preferred Dan Quinn. I think I he think- had enough of that resiliency that it would have been a stronghold for this team. This team is too lackadaisical right now. You're seeing a lot of things that wouldn't fly under any other head coach. Do you know what I think now that I've realized, at least for this moment in my life, mm-hmm. that there's no quarterback out there. The only quarterback now who can revive this team is um, we don't know him yet. He's in college. And that's the only guy. Because there's no Mahomes and Allens. So you can't go acquire those guys. You just traded for the veteran, you know, future Hall of Famer who you, you know, thought was going to save you. Um, you know, you did the Paxton Lynch thing. You did the Case Keenum backup thing. You did the Drew Locke thing. You almost done it all, you know, and there's no been no right answer. So the right answer is continuing to dig, continuing to chase, and continuing to um, 
turn um, over every leaf to try to find the next, you know, uh, the guy who's Hineke and then the guy who's Hineke better. You know, the Purdy, and, but the Purdy who is, you know, the Brock Purdy who is going to go on to be the next great quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. They're out there. They're, this team's not doomed forever, okay? This, w- with or without Russ, okay? It sucks because we're going through this right now. But again, they just pulled off a huge trade for Russell Wilson. Whether it's going to go down and look like it was one of, one of the worst trades in NFL history, it is so freaking hard to pull off a trade of that magnitude, to, have the, to be able to pull it off. The negotiation, the gumption, the wherewithal, the financial, the taking the chance, the what is everyone going to say, the what if it goes wrong. It's really, really hard to do that and to get the yes from the other team. Does that mean that we we can't be mad? I mean, I know growth change is inevitable, uncomfortable, but I'm still mad about it. Don't beat yourself up about it because... I'm not. I didn't want him in the first place. And I don't mean you. I mean Broncos country because like they... Swung the deal for Russ. It didn't work out. Yeah, it's an impressive grift by the Seahawks. They they knew that what they had wasn't worth anything, and they got a whole heck of a lot for a guy who can't play anymore. I so listen. Pete I disagree. Very impressive. I disagree with some of that. What's that? Pete Carroll for the Hall of Fame. Um. Yes, he's one yeah, of the greatest probably. football coaches of all time. I love Pete, Pete. Carroll's one of the ten greatest football coaches of all time. He's a master motivator. We can see what he did with what he had. Yeah. Well, it's not just that USC. You know, John. He won. National championships with Mark Sanchez, John David Booty, you know, just these are just dudes. Right, right, but it was his fault. The, uh, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to, like, finagle this conversation yeah. and say everyone was blaming Pete Carroll for what we were seeing at I Russell you. Wilson. I feel you. Do you know what? And I'll say this, which might be weird. Even Pete Carroll, even Pete Carroll, who might have said, yeah, this guy lost a step. You know, he's no longer maybe in this current climate of the NFL, a guy who he can win big with. He might have thought that, been willing to move on, breath of fresh air, became too much about him and Russ. Even Pete Carroll, I believe, didn't think this would happen. I think even Pete Carroll thought, yeah, he might go have a little bit of success with the Broncos, but he'll never reach the mountaintop again. Sure. No one could have ever, dude, in a million years. From the pessimist to on you know a situation like this to an optimist to the most hardest core numbers cruncher, Bill Barnwell and Zach Seegers. No one could have ever foresaw this of coming. And because of that, I'm like, I'm willing to uh, give the, not a pass, but look at it like, okay, well, let's go see what else George Payton could do or the next general manager if he's on the way out too. To, to fix this. And I have to be excited about that and find a way to be excited about that and find hope again in of the, uh, the future of the Broncos. Do you think we can keep our expectations haltered at a certain point for this upcoming season? I think we need to find the next Jalen Hurts in the second round of the draft next year. Hmm. That's what I think. I expect them to be worse next year. I don't. They could, be not, could not be ex- worse. I expect them to lose for... Or to to win for maybe five games again next year. Now, Liz, how close were they? Were all there? Um, were they in all of these games? If Nathaniel had yeah, coached a little bit change? better, how is it going to get better? Because they were they're going to bring in five new offensive linemen. Russell Wilson's going to remember how to play quarterback, and they're going to magically get the coach that puts it all together. I'm not t- here to tell you they're going to win ten or eleven games next year. They might but win I think five. They, I think they win seven or eight games next year. I'm not going that high either. They might but that's not five. what we want, and that's not going to be good enough for anybody. And at that point, they'll have two years of Russ not being good enough. Who is the second-round pick who they drafted? See the next Minshew or Hurts? Or, I mean, they, have, they didn't draft a quarterback in the second round. I made it up. But that's what we like. That's 
That's what we can, you know, and I take another guy in the fifth round or the sixth round. Okay. Yeah. And I would try to develop these guys and, um, and that's it. That's what, that's what the NFL is, is the chase to find the great quarterback. Once you have the great quarterback, what do you do to build around him? And then with that, can you win? That's what the NFL is. That's it. It's not about building a defense. It's not about um, we're going to build around until we find the, the quarterback. No, not in this era. Back in the day, it might have been. It's purely even more over these days because you could have looked last year and two years ago, well, you know, you got um, Brady and you got Rodgers and you got Russ and you got Allen and you got uh, Mahomes. No. It's like half that list has been cut in half. Who's like elite special? Give me like a quarterback is just like transcendent difference making. Th these guys are set. I can think of like three or four teams. I can yeah. think of Allen. I think of Mahomes. I can't. Tua's looked like shit for three weeks or four weeks in a row. Yep. Oh, everyone was loving on Tua. Somebody tell me. Uh, Burrow. I'm sorry. Burrow. There's three. Okay. And, you know. Jalen Hurts. Okay. Kind of. There's a lot of people yeah. who don't believe in Jalen Hurts still. Sure. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So that's like three and a half. Yeah. Fuck. Dude, like teams in the <laughs> NFL that you're like, man, they got it good. Anyone else, the Dax, the Kirk Cousins is, that we're not sure about the Justin Fields, that is what this thing is about. So if you're the Raiders and you run it back with Derek fucking Carr, you're pulling your hair out. Yeah, but if you're... You know what I mean? You're pulling your hair out. But if you're the Packers and the Bucks and you have a guy who's clearly very close to the end. Well, you but he's still finding a way to win games whether it's Aaron Rodgers, whether it's Tom Brady. Obviously Russell yes. Wilson is not them. Well, it, but that, at his age from what he was, he should be able to get them a couple wins in okay. close games. I'm putting my hand way up at the highest I could put it up here. That's the It's about how tall Russ that's is. That's tier 1, 53. That's the supermodel Claudia Schiffer. I didn't mean that. I'm not going there. <laughs> I didn't mean that at all. <laughs> what I meant is that <laughs> I want to go. Home. That I, up here is, um, I forgot what I was going to say. The stratosphere of, um, what am I talking about? You're talking Mahomes? like Pike's Peak. The no, I'm talking about the, um, uh, <laughs> the upper what echelon. What was the point? Um, what I was saying. Yeah, Mount uh, Rushmore. No, I was. Rush. The upper echelon, the peak. of uh, Precipice. <laughs> I can't give you more synonyms, yeah. man. You're going to have to figure it I out. I don't know what I was going to say. Up here is the peak of. Well, you have like the supreme. You're talking goaded standard, Tom oh, yes. Brady. You got it. Thank you. You just said it. T Tom Brady, yeah. Peyton, John Elway, Joe Montana. Okay? Okay. That's the top tier. Okay. Then the next tier, you can call them. We are so spoiled. A nine. Um, <laughs> you have the Brett Favre's. You have the Aaron Rodgers. You have the Drew Breeses. Maybe you have Dan Marino. Maybe you have Jim Kelly. I'm not so sure. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good picture. Painted. I think we thought. What I was saying is that Russ was in that group. We the, thought. The, who? The, I was saying that Russ is in the one-time Super Bowl winner. Who is has, we? Um, me and I got this mouse <laughs> <laughs> in my pocket. No. No, um, I'll, be a, I'll be in that we with you. Well, I think you're right. So I, thought, because I thought he was not quite the tippy top, but pretty damn close. Well, what I loved about Russ was that I thought he was in that next tier. 
and that he was chasing, if he wins another Super Bowl with another team, top we could talk about Russ up there because Russ, when it's all said and done, will have 400 touchdowns because he's at three now, all that kind of stuff. I, I, you know, I was putting Russ in that category because I thought mm-hmm. knowing Russ and from what we thought of Russ and being, you know, the, the diva and all that kind of stuff that people think that he realized that about himself and his own legacy. And that was one of the reasons why he comes here to take his brand to the next level. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, that's it. Now what Russ has done to his own legacy is he's put himself down in like a tier below the Farves, the Rogers, the Breezes, and actually probably goes into a group with Marino, with Kelly, with um, – I'd have to think about it a little bit, uh, but that's it. That's like the next tier. So Russ, that means Russ is like a top 15 or 20 quarterback of all time, but he's not – This tarnishes it. It does, He's but not. he was a top 10 quarterback of all time before he got he here. He was on pace. He was on pace. Yeah. He, he Listen, uh, for the fastest, second fastest to 300 touchdowns after Peyton Manning. Um, like the sixth most winningest quarterback in NFL history over a 100 starts winning percentage. I mean, like, th- that's powerful stuff. That stuff will get Russ into the Hall of Fame eventually. It's team stat. But, um, yeah. Okay, I mean, it's all great. Unless you're, uh, you, because then this begs the question of like Derek Carr, right? Most yards, most touchdowns, can't win a game to save his life, can't make the playoffs, can't sniff a championship game. But yeah. you're gonna throw Carr up into a what tier two? No, no, no. I mean, like I'm talking about the greats of all time. Who won the Super Bowl for that team for uh, Russell Wilson? Because I would say it's more the Legion of Boom. Um, 100%. I would, I would say it was a common. Yeah, Marshawn Lynch. You can't just win with just a defense. <laughs> The Broncos well, they had did. Lynch. Yeah, they had Marshawn Lynch, but Russ was okay. Russ, you know, he was okay. Peyton Manning was at the end of his ability to move his arm and won a Super Bowl because of the defense. This team's the worst team in the league, though. That team was one of the most talented teams in the league You're around right. the quarterback position. Right. I'm feeling what you guys are saying, and I'm not sticking up for Russ. I'm just thinking about it. I'm not even trying and to fight you. No, I feel point. you. Thank you for once. Not yeah, sure. I think before the season, I was trying to convince myself that Russ was a top five quarterback. We all were. He's a bottom five quarterback. I just think now he's in the tiers of like right now who he is. He's like he's just a, a, he's a bottom tier quarterback. He's a Garoppolo. He's a Carr. Like right now, yeah. The difference between him though and those guys is like he did reach the mountain tap. He has done some things that those guys will never be able to. And try it's to sad. Ever do. And I think that's why it is so sad. bad at certain points. But I would trade him for almost every other quarterback that exists in this league. That's starting and maybe some backups. You could say that. I mean, like who's got it worse or who's got it better? Every team right now. I think it probably depends how you look at it. Because it, if the game's not, you have to pick one or the other to roll with. Mm-hmm. But just like a comp, like they suck as bad as us. Mm-hmm. We could play that game. You know, the, they suck as bad as us game. Yeah. But if we play like who'd you rather game, that's kind of a different game. Yeah, no, no, no. I get it. Okay. Um that's it. That's the whole podcast. It's presented by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Total Beverage, TotalBev.com. We love those guys. Go check those guys out. Um, the Maverick Sports app, you'll like it. Go navigate it. Go put a parlay together. Uh, $750 sign-up bonus, a match. That's not a lot of places are doing that. That's big time. So, um, yeah, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for dragging you guys in here. We said 10 minutes. It's probably been like 40 minutes, so sorry. <laughs> um, but it's good banter. We have a good conversation. Um, are you putting that Maverick Sports bet on Jokic for a 3 I'm going to put on Jokic for everything. Yeah. I love this guy. Um, Okay. Where can they find your work, Bree? 
Bree Mace is 303 over on Twitter. You can find me on Mile High Sports, the Fan Cave, 1 to 2 p.m. every uh, Monday. And then on Let's Talk Broncos, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, every single day, Monday through Saturday. Danny Bailey? At D Bailey, 5280, uh, Mile High Sports Radio, after 4 o'clock p.m. I'm on there. Okay. Monday through Friday. Um, Just going to call in and bother you. So what uh, Jeff <laughs> said today, he had a good one. He said for more reaction where can they find you on the uh fan cave here just in a little bit right yeah you gotta listen to i know it was really good i liked it i might work it in today i would too gotta listen to the radio 1 to 2 p.m on sports i'm here so i'm not even gonna leave i'm just gonna you're just gonna hang out you're gonna go in i'm gonna put my ear to the door yeah that's (laughs) not creepy with a cup (laughs) i don't talk loud (laughs) enough for people to eavesdrop on me creepy you're creepy <laughs> if I hear right. that noise outside the door, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, good job. Appreciate you guys. Um, you know, crazy day in the history of the Broncos franchise here. Really. We never thought we would be here at this point <laughs> months ago. This is not even a year ago thing. This is, this a is like, thing. it's like just every year with this team. This is the same thing. You're we making me feel worse. I should have just needed the show. <laughs> we uh, we appreciate you guys and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.